Hello everybody, welcome to an all new Downright Sports. On today's show, we play the what if game. What if uh, in an all-star game you can have Team LeBron take on Team MJ? And also we discuss should Russell Wilson consider leaving Seattle with all the success he's had there so far. So buckle up, get ready, pour yourself a glass of orange juice because it's early or late depending on what time you're listening to the show. It only means one thing. It means it is showtime. Too many racks on me. I can't even go to sleep. 
Sports critic, Dan Rice Sports. Yeah. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Good morning and welcome. Well, <laughs> we got, got a lot to explain to do. Welcome, everybody, to an all new Dan Rice Sports, the radio here on DynastyRadioNY.com. Your uh, number one source for hip hop and RB and soul, but on Thursdays, Again, I got a lot of explaining to do. On Thursdays, it's your number one source and home for sports and entertainment. I'm here to tell you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Brent Reed, the notorious sports critic for the sports fan. If this is the first time you've ever seen or watched or listened to the show. Now, the show is in all theory as a podcast, so let me clear this up. Uh, the show is being recorded right now on Facebook Live, so that's why I say good morning, because it is being recorded in the morning on Facebook Live. But tomorrow or Thursday, rather at 8 o'clock, you can listen on DynastyRadioNY.com. And then if you missed that, you can just download the show at 9 o'clock at um, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, uh, Spotify, Anchor. Anchor, you can just go to Anchor. And just, you know, do everything from there uh, as I put lotion on my hands because it's early and my hands are dry. You feel me? Um, doing some house cleaning. Let's uh, kick it off and just basically next week uh, taking some time off. No show next week. Um, so this week you'll get this be your last show, which is nice because the NBA All-Star Game is coming up. Um, this, Saturday, this Sunday, this All-Star Weekend just popped up on us. Where did it come from? So I've been looking like I was like, all right, what's the All Star game? And it's a quiet All Star game. Like they even do the, um, they probably do it tomorrow. They probably do it on on, on inside the NBA, the draft, you know, the fantasy uh, team captains, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The days of East versus West is pretty much over. Kind of would like to see it back, but guys aren't competitive in any sense of the word. You know, the days of you know. Playing for pride and respect is over. You know, those matchups where you got to see, because um, I got to keep, you know, I got to keep it relevant. You know, Kobe wanted to play Michael one-on-one in the All-Star game and show who was better, who was the better of the two. Shaq wanted to come in the All-Star game and dominate all the big men to show who was better. You know, the, the All-Star game always was fun. The first you always can look for fun, but it was always that one guy or two guys that was like, yo, we got let's turn this up a notch, especially in the fourth quarter. The All-Star game in the last few years has become a joke. It's almost pointless at this point. Um, the Today's NBA player, I'm not going to get on my soapbox, I'm going to let it rock, but today's NBA player who makes more wants to play less. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen, but, you know, I think, There's nothing you could do to spice up the All-Star game. There's nothing you can do. You know, um, 
because you know guys are playing for bigger stuff. They're playing for championships, even though realistically maybe four teams have a chance, but everybody's got an opportunity where like half the league gets into the playoffs. So before the show, I was trying to figure out, you know, well, let's have some fun. Let's let's do the what if, all right? Sports is all about what if. Sports is always about comparing this one or that one. Sports is always who's better because that's what sports is. It's competition. So in the in the in the in the in the in the um, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> in the heart of in the, in the realm of competition, um, in the spirit that was it. In the spirit of competition, let us what imagine. So let's imagine we can put together the ultimate all star game. And we do it in the concept they got it today. So we would have two of the most potent, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, two of the the, the 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 most polarizing players in the history of this game. This is the seven, This year will be the seventieth All Star game. No question. We should who 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 will be the two top vote getters? I'll stop you from trying to guess. Jeffrey Michael Jeffrey Jordan. LeBron James. I don't know LeBron's middle name. Does he have one? Is it King? Maybe it's King. <laughs> anyway, LeBron James, all right? No question, these are the two guys that the sport has been, you know, is, is, is stands on the shoulders of. Now, there's no disrespect to Bill. There's no disrespect to Magic and Bird, who took the league and Threw it into the stratosphere of being entertainment. There's no disrespect to Dr. J. None of those guys. But you be a fool or under a rock to think that Michael Jordan and LeBron James are the two athletes, the two players that will ever forever be linked as whose league is it really? That's a conversation for another day. It's a conversation I've had multiple times, multiple different shows, multiple different platforms. Not going to have it today. We're just going to talk all-star, all right? So, how do I put together this team, this ultimate team of 12? I'll tell you what, I did it fast and it wasn't easy. I just <laughs> it went off the gut. I try to do it based on, I try to balance it as best as I could. I also try to do it as realistic as I could. Guys who would... Jordan, I think Jordan would want to draft. Guys, I think LeBron would want to draft. So, um, I don't have a coin. Crap. Oh, I do have a coin. Do I? Let's do a coin flip to see who gets first pick. Ah, forget it. First pick goes to LeBron because he has less championships. So, I would say LeBron James would probably take Kevin. I say LeBron James's team would consist of LeBron, Isaiah Thomas, because LeBron is a student of the game. Isaiah Thomas, Kevin Durant, and then this is where I start having issues. So I'm just going to call out LeBron's whole team. You put together who's a starter, who's not. But I think LeBron James, Isaiah Thomas, Tim Duncan, Kevin Durant, Shaquille O'Neal, and then I think for some reason Bill Russell ends up on that team, Jason Kidd, Chris Paul, Scottie Pippen, uh, Steph Curry, Oscar Robinson, D. Wade. And you're like, whoa, whoa, no, Anthony Davis? I don't think Anthony's got enough in the repertoire to be on this list. Uh, there's a lot of guys I don't think could be. James Harden was a was a was a hit or miss for me. 
I, I went with Curry and I went with Wade over Harden. I think rings hold more weight than individual accolades because what you do to your team is what matters. It's a team sport. If it was an individual sport, if the NBA was a one-on-one league, James Harden would be a nine-time champion. Or would he? Another conversation. Now, Jordan's team would be MJ, Magic, Kobe, Kareem, Dr. J, Allen Iverson, Russell Westbrook, Charles Barkley, Jerry West, Wilt Chamberlain, Larry Bird, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now you're like, well, Brent, you just left out the 90s. I think, like, I could have went with Gary. I could have went with Carl Malone. But I think if fans had to vote, I don't think they vote those guys in. Like, I don't. I love Patrick Ewing. Don't see him getting voted in. I don't see uh, Ray. I, Vince Carter was my maybe. I was going to either go with Vince. I mean, you could throw anybody out, but you really take that team. You take that those teams, and now you just because I'm all right. It's my show. I'm be frank with you. My starting lineup for Jordan was Mike, Magic, Kobe, Kareem, and Dr. J. That's the starting lineup. Uh, LeBron's was LeBron, Isaiah, Duncan, KD, and Shaq. Shaq would be a Shaq is a known for a be Shaq would probably want to play more for LeBron. Uh, uh, Kareem probably would want to play more for Michael. Doctor the same thing. Magic too. You know what I'm saying? Even though Ma- I can see Ma- like there's no point in Magic being on LeBron team because Magic and LeBron are the same player. The only difference is LeBron's a better scorer than Magic, even though I think if Magic wanted to score, he could because only, he only dropped 41, 10, and 9 in the Game 7 of his rookie year of the NBA Finals. He's proven that he could score. Look it up. <clears throat> I want to say 14, actually. I think he had more assists than what I gave him credit for. And then you got, uh, you know, I, I think AI's playing on Team Mike. Russell Westbrook is on team Mike. He has that Kobe Mike mentality. Now I can see Kobe playing on um I can see Kobe easily playing on LeBron's team, but I can see also KD being a better fit with LeBron than Kobe. Cause I don't see Kobe letting guys take uh, take take off plays. He's gonna wanna win this game. I can see that. You got to give respect to guys in the past. Jerry West is the logo. Why would you not want to see? You know, you got to see if Jerry West can hold his own against guys like Chris Paul, Scottie Pippen, Steph Curry, you know. And then you throw that out there. Steph Curry doesn't even have to. All he has to do is really just spot up and shoot. Find his spot on the court. Let that thing go. He ain't even got to do what he does on in a regular game, and he's still capable of doing it. You got D Way. D Way, I think Isaiah. Well, it's clear Isaiah's going to be on Team LeBron because Isaiah and Michael Jordan's relationship. If you watch the documentary where Michael laughs in his face, but pretty much on the iPad, it's clear what side that's on. Oscar Robinson recently just came out and was like, "LeBron's better." I think Oscar's just petty. <laughs> Um, Scottie Pippen, another one. Jordan only made his career, but Scottie too kind of has that. Um, Scottie too kind of has that Jordan. I mean, LeBron over Jordan kind of thing. So I think, and that. How about that? Jordan on one side of the court, Scottie on the other, and it's like now we got the matchup. Even though we probably know Jordan used to bust him up in practice, clearly. And then you got matchups like AI versus Chris Paul. 
which actually they've played against each other. But we're talking, we're talking um, uh, uh, AI in his prime, 1996 to 2004, Allen Iverson, when he, he like 60 and not even blink of an eye. Uh, you got tr- people sleep on Charles Barkley, but imagine Kevin Durant trying to cover Charles Barkley and then Charles trying to cover KD. Like now, you really get to dump Charles. Either Charles got to put up a shutup, like because Charles Barkley from '86 to '94 was a beast. He he was Zion with better dribble. Like honestly, he was Zion with a better dribble and a better jump shot. And the guy maybe only six three. Like that's how that's how much of a monster he was. And then you got the 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 underdog, the guy everybody's going to sleep on, in Larry Bird. Because Larry, you go back and watch his highlights. Larry's going to do do and work. In fact, everybody think Larry's going to want to just take threes. He's probably going to want to get in the post and bang a little bit. So you take these teams. You do what you want. I think I'm going to play 2K tonight and put together these two teams and see who's going to come out on top. I just do a game simulation to see how this wins and works out. So, that'll be, I think it's fun. You know, go home and try it, everybody. Uh, on Facebook yesterday, I saw that they put together a list, either Facebook or ESPN. It was on Facebook, so I saw it. Uh, players in today's NBA who could score 80 guys who are currently playing. So, the list was Curry, James Harden, uh, Kevin Durant, and I want to say Damien, no, uh, Devin Booker was the other guy. Devin Booker who plays for the Suns. I don't know if any of those guys can put up 81. And I want to know when 81 became the milestone. Yesterday, um, we just celebrated the anniversary of Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100. We got to get back to, like, whatever it is, that's the level. Like, this mediocrity, like, because we didn't either see it or it wasn't on Facebook or Snapchat or Instagram, doesn't mean it didn't exist. You get what I'm saying? Like, let's stop that. Will Chamberlain is the threshold. He scored 100. Kobe is second. Yes, he's the second most of all time, but he's second. So let's not let's not get it twisted because our, you got to look, you got to read between the lines with ESPN be trying to pull this stuff. They always trying to see who is best at, like, who can break this person's record when that person doesn't even hold the record? They have a record, but they don't hold the record. Like, enough's enough. Like, give the past its respect when it's time. Like, I don't understand. It doesn't, it just makes zero sense to me. And then they look for, like, they look for unrealistic um, reasons to dispute why that, the, the real record isn't a real record. Kobe played Toronto. And drop eight. Toronto was trash. Uh, uh, Jalen Rose was guarding him. Jalen Rose. The, the, yes. Part of the Fab Five, monster. Part of the NBA, best a seventh man off the bench. Why did he start? Because it was Toronto. And they didn't have anybody. Vince Carter, gone. Tracy, gone. Uh, Chris Bosh, was he there? Did it matter? No. Because Kobe still dropped 80. On Toronto. Yeah, oh, bro, Toronto just won a championship. Yeah, because they bought a player, waited till LeBron went west like Fifle, and they got lucky because the rest of the East was trash. Now look at them. The Knicks is better than them. Don't give me the fact that uh, Kobe dropped in the modern era. Will Chamberlain dropped 100 to 100. I don't give a damn what era it is. 100 to 100. 
Well, Will was the biggest person on the court. A hundred to hundred. Stop it. <laughs> Enough. All right. Can you get some of these guys today score eighty? Sure they can, but I'm not gonna. I, 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 I can't even believe I was gonna even consider this nonsense. Who's a player that can score a hundred in today's NBA? It's only one. It's it's two. It's two guys I think that can score really if they just decided to be completely selfish and just like give me the ball. It doesn't matter if we win tonight, but I can score a hundred. James Harden could do it. I think in his sleep. And I'm not even a James Harden fan. I think he's doing the sleep. I'm going to put three people on the list. I think James Harden can do it. I think Kevin Durant could do it. And I think the Greek Freak can do it. Why? Because the Greek Freak can get to the basket with, with ease. Because I think LeBron should have did it. Because I think LeBron could have did it when he was younger. I think like 30-year-old LeBron James could have easily put up 100 points. There used to be a time. LeBron used to go to the basket because nobody stopped him. Like, nobody could... Guard him going. He was a freight train. He's five. He was. What is LeBron? 250, 260, 69 with a. With the, runs like a running back. I think he just ran through. He could have. But LeBron's more of a, a Magic Johnson style of player. Oscar Robinson style of player. Let me get the other guys involved. But if anybody in today that's hooping right now, it James Harden, Kevin Durant, Greek Freak. Could put up 100. Not 81. That's not the milestone. All right? That's not the milestone. The milestone in baseball is not 60. It's 72. All right? Yeah. Thick Bonds is 71, 72. It doesn't matter. 70 plus is the threshold. All right? Stop it. <laughs> Enough. Anyway, hey, this is Donway Sports. Uh, basically, uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, we thank you. And uh, every time we do the show, we always do we do three segments. So when we come back in the second segment, we're going to talk a little MLB baseball and do some previews, pay some respect to Albert Pujols. I think he's retiring. His wife said he is, but he said he ain't. I got news for Albert. If the missus is telling you to bring your butt home, it's probably time to come home. <laughs> All right. Uh, today's music, uh, we kicked it off with a little DJ Calorie, Suffering from Success. I ain't got that problem. Uh, next up, we're going to go out west to my man E40. Ooh. All right. This is Downrange Sports. Get ready. We are tour, and we're doing it better than anybody else alive. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so. Convict. 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 I 
100, don't care, ain't nothing but hundreds. I'm trying to wake it up, I'm on your line like Bonnet. I'm a real one, my get rid of that clown, get with a factor. Potty don't count, he a lame, he don't matter. Shining like the Big Dipper, glowing like a star. Looking up the pile, pulling up in my car. Park right in the front where the bosses be parked at. I got a cold mouthpiece, can talk a chick out her check. Security love me, they let me in with no sweat. I see Asian persuasion, Caucasian, all kind of chicks. Milk skin, chocolate bone, Latins and Asian. Trying to take me something home and have some relations. I know you ain't used to having real niggas like me around. I'm here to change your whole life, girl, so you don't deal with clowns. And treat you like a superstar. Look at that body, mm-hmm. my you holding, girl you a banger. Woo. You ain't off the backboard, you off the hanger. You working with something, you got a personal trainer. Uh. Whole crew fine, but you one of a kind. Of a kind. You a ten piece, shouty you a dime. dime. Back the thing up, baby, press with wine. Uh. I'm a Scorpio, shouty, what's your sign? What's your sign? I'm just trying to know, uh. hold the conversation. Uh. Boy, you a little lightweight cupcake. Uh. Spend a little food to get your hair done up. Uh. I'ma show you how I tie cool with the thing up. you ain't used to having real niggas like me Hey, what's going on, y'all? My name is Kevin Pryor, but I'm better known as 950 Kev from the 950 Lounge Show with LeBron James of the Radio Game, the most electrifying man in media today. And I'm tuned into my man Brent Reed and the Downright Sports Show. And if you ain't tuned in to 950, you better be tuned into Downright Sports. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Kevin, for the 950 Lounge, um, or the show that kicks off the mornings here at uh, DynastyRadioNY.com. So, um, working on a thing with Kevin where uh, he's going to come on the show, promote his show, tell us a little background. I think Kevin's a Knicks fan and a Jets fan, if I go based on his Instagram, which, damn. <laughs> um, last thing went a little long, so let's pick it up. Uh, baseball is back. Yeah, I am happy. Baseball is back. Hopefully this year we get a full season. 
Hopefully this year I get to attend a game. That's all I want to do is attend a game. That's it. I just want to go to one game. Uh, last year, no games. We all know why. We all know what happened with that. So, um, last year the Dodgers won the World Series. Last year was a very unique year. Uh, unique um, season. Uh, the game the, For the first time ever, the playoffs were played at neutral sites. And... Um, it was different, kind of. It was kind of exciting, but at the same time, it was very different. And we had to just accept it for what it was. Uh, the Dodgers would uh, ultimately win the World Series over the Tampa Bay Rays. And then the offseason happened, and everything went topsy-turvy. So some of the moves, the, we're just gonna, not going to go on a whole lot. Not a ton of moves. Uh, Houston lost a couple players. Uh, the Blue Jays, the Mets, they all kind of spent money. Uh, the National League East has gotten better, we think. Uh, last year was a short season, so some teams that were not, weren't any good the first time, well, the, the year before, had a chance last year. It's a longer season. Let's see how that plays out this year. Let's see all the moves. You know, the Mets are notorious for making moves, and they're also notorious for paying for players to retire. For some reason, people sign with the Mets, and they go, ah! My career is over. <laughs> so, uh, hopefully this is the year that the Mets turn it around. They got uh, Fernando, uh, um, God, what's his name? The shortstop from Cleveland, uh, who's uh, a once they, they claim is a once-in-a-generation kind of player. Again, I hope the, the tradition of the Mets ends here, where guys would sign with the Mets and just call it quits. Like, Mets would give guys, uh, for example, what the heck is his name? Um, Cespedes. Cespedes. Is it Cespedes? I think it's Cespedes. Whatever. He blew up in the playoffs a couple years ago and was like just bombing them, right? Men's give him some money and he decides, oh, he can't play. He's hurt. He's tired, whatever. So I'm hoping that, you know. This tradition of the Mets, you know, ends and because it's good for New York. I'm a Yankee fan, diehard, but it's good for New York if the Mets are good and the Yankees are good. It brings for competition. It makes for a great Subway Series. Makes for a lot of trash talking, and it gives the Mets fans hope because when they do lose, ultimately it just brings a glee to my eye. Um, the Dodgers made the move that shook everybody up a little bit because they went after Trevor Bauer, uh, formerly from. The Cleveland Indians and the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, he played the bulk in his nine years. He played the bulk of it in Cleveland. Now, I won't lie to you. Until this morning, when I was like looking up the numbers for him, I was under the impression that he was a second coming. I'm not sure what everybody's so excited about. Uh, his ERA average is around 390. He's going to a more of a pitcher friendly ballpark. He's got. A lot of comfort on that staff, but the year he won the Cy Young, he was 12 and 6. His ERA was 2.9. I'm not 100% sure what gives him the Cy Young, other than the fact that these the, the voters sometimes have like the losers of grand. They look at guy, you know, they look at these other numbers that I'm looking at here, like the WHIP and the 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 um, advanced man, like. If the person's giving up a lot of hits, they're giving up a lot of hits. If the person's giving up a lot of home runs, they're giving up a lot of home runs. Like, you call it like I see it. Like, stop it. Now, 
His career average in wins, he's above 500, which is good. Uh, Cleveland, he was 67 and 53. In Cincinnati, he was 7 and 9. And he played a year in Arizona uh, where he was 1 and 2 his first year in the, in the big leagues. So I don't know if he's going to be as much of a game changer as some people think he is. I think um, Trevor Bauer, if anything, because the team is getting David Price back. And I would have to say with, the, with them getting David Price back, Bauer is a fourth guy on the rotation at most because you still got Clayton Kershaw, who's going to be the one and two guy on that team. They also got a new, they also got a younger guy who was on the team last year, uh, was a stud. I'm pulling up his name now, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Like the Dodgers, I think got their championship, uh, and you need to get, they need to be prepared for that San Diego Padres team down uh, like two hours away. Because they have bulked up their team a ton. The Padres went out and they got Udarvis and Blake Shell. So they basically knew they got offense. They got plenty of offense for t- uh, the newly rich uh, uh, Tatis Jr. Who I can borrow. Can I borrow some money? Just give me a dollar. You ain't going to miss it. And then you still got Manny Machado. They still got uh, Eric Hosmer. Who's a fantastic first baseman. All-star World Series champion. And uh, those gang of guys out there. So now they went and they bulked up their their starting rotation. Blake Shell, former Cy Young Award winner, gives you and he's going to a pitcher friendly ballpark. And the veteran and you Darvish, who is I think this is going to be where you get to see the you Darvish from Texas, the the guy who's got Cy Young like Billy because he's got there's a lot fewer years left in the tank than there are years ahead of him. So he's going to want to try to get it done um, faster this year. Uh, trust and believe. So, could we? We're going to see a tight race out west with the Dodgers and the Padres. Do the Padres win the World Series? I think it's too early to call who wins the World Series. We'll know by the All Star break who's the team that we should all be like, whoa. You know what I mean? So, um, we should all be, you know, baseball, get excited. You know, it's that time of year again where, you know, spring, spring's eternal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was announced earlier last week. If I'm not mistaken, uh, last week, sometime last week, that Albert Pujols may be walking away. Uh, first, his wife had posted something, and then apparently he was like, I ain't going nowhere. So it's, could be his, it's definitely his last year with the, the Angels. Uh, ten years ago, he signed a ten-year deal for a lot of money to leave St. Louis to go to Anaheim. Clearly the dumbest decision Albert Pujols made. Financially, smart. Made made a mint. Career-wise, dumb. Albert Pujols, the first half of his career, was playing in maybe one of baseball's meccas. You got, you got Yankee Stadium. You have Boston. You got Wrigley. Uh, you have... And then St. Louis. If you want to throw the Dodgers in there, you can but it's really Wrigley, Boston, New York, St. Louis. Like, that's baseball. Like, St. Louis loves his baseball. The Cardinals is one of the rich historical franchises. And this guy was the face of it. Albert Pujols' first half of his career was only a three-time MVP, uh, batting champion, a player of the year, uh, rookie of the year, two-time All-Star. Was clearly... 
on the path of being an all was going. He was basically built to be the new age Luke Garrick. That's what they were comparing him to. If Luke Garrick had never got sick, that was Albert Pujols. Then he goes to Anaheim, and we forgot that he existed. Like I, <laughs> like yeah, he has some decent years out there, but quite frankly, we forgot he existed. So. He from two thousand and one to two thousand and eleven, he played in St. Louis, and oh, here we go. So we got the St. Louis numbers right here. If we break it down, his first years in St. Louis, the guy had hit over two. He had two thousand hits in St. Louis. He had four hundred and forty-five career home runs, and he already had over thirteen hundred RBIs. He was already an all-time great. Like, that's how spectacular he was. Then he switches up and goes to L.A. L.A., the Anaheim Angels, the Mets of the West. (laughs) And he doesn't do close. He did uh, 200 fewer home runs. He did, look, look at his hits. Look at the difference. His first years in St. Louis, he played 10 years both, right? First year in St. Louis, 1,300 hits, to be exact, 1,329. In L.A., nine years, he's only 771 career hits. Yeah, Yes, he's, oh my God, he's got a getting load of hits. But look at the drop-off. 445 career home runs, 217. Like, that is eight. Look, just in doubles, he had 455 doubles, 214. Like, the dip is insane. That was RBIs, by the way, when I said 13. Excuse me. And his hits, he had 2,073 career hits. He had, in L.A., so far, 1,163 career hits. Like, he basically just went to L.A. to catch a tan. Like, that's sad. Like, it makes me sad. The whole time he was in L.A., only one time in the MVP voting... If I'm not mistaken, I got to zoom in. His first year in L.A., he finished 17th in MVP voting. Every year in St. Louis, he was either one or two, no lower than fifth. No, no no lower than ninth for MVP voting the whole time he was in St. Louis. He was clearly, if he stayed in St. Louis and just played his whole career in St. Louis, we are not talking about. We're comparing him to Babe Ruth. We're comparing him to some of the greats. Like, he's a Hall of Famer. No question. But you got to ask, you got to, if you, if I could get Albert Pujols on this show, I would ask him, outside of the money, what else drew you to Anaheim? Because the whole time he's been there, they've made the playoffs once. And Mike Trout wasn't on the team yet when he decided to go out there. Like, Mike Trout was a... Like, he got lucky by getting Mike Trout. But even him and Mike Trout together could not do anything. And check this out. He was an all-star every year in St. Louis except for two. He was an all-star one time with the Angels. Once. Come on, man. Clearly, you made the wrong decision. Now, there's no DH in the National League, but if there were, this is the year St. Louis should trade from. In fact, I think he can still play first base, quite frankly. They should just go for, they got um, Paul Goldsmith, 10 times better first baseman at this point in career. A little fun fact, Pujols actually came into the league as an outfielder and a third baseman. 
He came a first baseman. Like, how about that? Like, how crazy is that? No signs of any cheating in his career. Like, he's not part of the scandal. There's no nothing about his head being too big. Like, the guy just played the game. He was just a great player. He still is a great player, but he could have been legend. Like his, like we would, they were working on chiseling his face on the Mount Rushmore because that's how great he was. So. I was actually going to riff and talk smack about, like, baseball's got too much math going on. But I think when I come back from my break, I will destroy this analytics. It's getting insane in baseball. All right, when we come back, we're going to wrap the show up. And I will riff as I go off and bury Russell Wilson for his terrible decision-making that he is choosing to do. And for some reason, players in the NFL think that they're NBA players. I don't understand what the hell's going on. This is Downright Sports. The holiday season, I brought you a special gift here. Now, this is not from the park. You can't do that. I brought this from my hotel room. You know, that's, I, that's termites, I, right? These things. No, I've been traveling, and uh, so I, I was late. What's happening? Spoiler John, Pizza Cruiser. Up in your big clip. You know I keep with this crunk shit, nigga. Yeah. We stay throwing it up.
motherfucker over the top. Yeah! I got my nigga up in here with me. What's happening, Brick Squad? What's your name, boy? What's your name, nigga? Tell him how you ride, nigga. Shootouts, kick those off that shot. Go get that, hit that, blitz that, get back, shoot back, piss that, what's up? some shout outs uh, shout out to the 950 lounge um, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. here on dynastyradionny.com you can wake up get your coffee get your tea get your orange juice get your beer whatever it is to get your day going use them to help you do that uh, to, uh, from 4 to 6 Cheryl Underwood show every Monday at 8 o'clock or go to YouTube Instagram DJ Chase pregame uh, excuse me the pregame party by D, the one the only dj chase check that out and then wednesdays at eight o'clock check out the kim dynasty show here at dynasty radio all friends and family of the show all right so now that we got that out the way the show is pretty much all done and from what i understand that tore ugly from what i understand uh russell wilson super bowl winning quarterback of the nfl MVP front runner every t- first half of the season has woken up and decided that he wants to play somewhere else, or 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 the team needs to let him run the offense or have say in the offense. All right, so should your your franchise quarterback have some say in the offense. Absolutely. He should have some input. He should be able to give his two cents. He should be able to say, hey, this is what works, this is what doesn't work. But this newfound energy in the NFL where now the quarterback thinks they're the wide receiver, I think, all right, forget all the, uh, forget the pleasantries. Russell Wilson has been in Seattle his whole career. He was uh, basically shocked the world because nobody expected him to do what he has done. He was supposed to be a baseball player, but he chose to play football. God bless him. There was another quarterback there that they signed. They gave a lot of money to. 
And he won out the job. God bless him. You, sir, have discovered you, you are in a situation where the franchise is all but yours. Now, unless you show up to work every day and they just like disrespect you or kick you in the butt, I'm pretty much sure that team has done everything in its power for you to help you, buy you. Now, let's be real. You ain't won the Super Bowl or been, you know, you ain't made a dent since that defense, the Legion of Boom, or since uh, the Beast Mode himself, uh, Marshawn Lynch, have left. So you tried. So they, they try to do what every team tries to do, and that's get smart and go, the quarterback is all we need. It works in New England, but nobody really pays attention and notice that New England has a system. They had their quarterback, they had their system, and that's what worked. You, sir, are not Tom Brady. Same goes for uh, uh, Wilson down in Houston. You, sir, are not Tom Brady. This new thing where the quarterback now thinks I can just go wherever and I'm going to be successful has to stop. Football is a team, 11 on one side, 11 on the other. If you, and that, and it's a, football teams are a train. If one piece on that train is not pulling its weight, the team will fail. Now, I understand athletes pay attention to other athletes. I understand athletes have their own outlets where they get to speak their mind. I understand athletes have their own, the athlete has a voice. We get it. You're, you're a human. You, we should hear you. But at the same time, you're not a basketball player. Yes, LeBron James can take his talents to South Beach and make them better overnight. Yes, uh, uh, James Harden can leave Houston and go to Brooklyn and make them that much better. Yes, because it's 5 versus 11. Realistically, two guys. Allen Iverson took a team to the NBA Finals by himself. Charles Barkley, by himself. Because there's fewer, fewer pieces that you got to take out. You got in football, you gotta take account of schemes, you gotta take account of game plans. Football coaches have a whole week to prepare for you. Basketball, you got like a couple days. They can throw in something and nobody even knew it happened. So somebody needs to go to these players and go, wake up. Alright? If you're Russell, because here's the list of the teams uh, 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 Russell Wilson suggested, if this is true. Well, remember, I'm a sports critic. So, I just go by, you know what I'm saying? I'm just criticizing what I see. The Raiders, you've lost your mind. The Bears, you've definitely lost your mind. The Saints, they they don't need you. Dallas, ooh, good segue. So, now, Dak Prescott wants the same kind of money as Patrick Mahomes. I think these players are not getting drug tested enough. Somebody's taking some good drugs, and they have not passed it this way, because I need to be as delusional as these people. If I'm Dallas, and I got Dak Prescott coming to me saying he wants Patrick Mahomes' money, Patrick Mahomes, MVP, Patrick Mahomes, Super Bowl, MVP, Patrick Mahomes, back-to-back Super Bowls, Patrick Mahomes, first year, 50 touchdowns thrown, Patrick Mahomes, face of the NFL, Dak Prescott. Nothing. Nothing. I I got nothing. Got nothing. So why on God's good? Hey, 
you know what? Tomorrow, I'm going into work and I'm demanding I get paid as much as the person that owns the company I work for. I think I'm just as valuable. In my mind, you know, they're going to tell me, <laughs> I'm glad to think so. Reality needs to strike for some of these people, and it's t- like, like you, you I, if I'm Dallas, I trade, I make the trade, I give him what he wants, but I make the trade because I don't have to pay him after I make the trade, or I let Seattle deal with it. I trade, I make that trade in a heartbeat because now you're giving Russell Wilson a great running back in which we know he could do, and all you got to do is make sure the defense is half decent and the offense is already there. So imagine Wilson in Dallas. Big D, pause. Under the lights, Jerry Jones. As long as Jerry don't mess it up, they can win with that, with that, with that team. And let Dak go to Seattle and let reality kick in when he's up there, he's running for his life, and he realizes, oh my God, I was just a product of the Dallas Cowboys. Football players, if you hear me, you are not NBA players. A, a wire, you know why wide receivers get what they want? Because a, a skilled player, they just replace them. Because they find the guy who fits the system. Teams that are successful find guys that fit their system. Just like, I can't for the life of me understand why the hell J.J. Watt chose Arizona. Is Arizona good? They're much better than what they were. But that quarterback is literally one hit away from calling it, from them looking for their next quarterback. The kid is five six five nine, a hundred and six pounds soaking wet. Don't give me when they go play uh, 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 when they go play New York on a random Sunday in in in, in November. Somebody's not gonna try to take his head off. Stop it. Enough. JJ, you had the world at your oyster. You could have went anywhere that would have put you in a title contention. I saw a meme today where. <laughs> There was like JJ. It goes JJ. Why I want to win a ring? And they saw Larry Fitzgerald saying, "Then why'd you come here?" Looking up, like why'd you come here? The, I can only think he maybe he went there out there because he wants to play golf in Scottsdale. That's the only thing I can think of. But there was tons of tons tons of teams that were ready. Anybody drooling for you, and you could have. Oh my God, Arizona, dumb, dumb, dumb. I don't know what's going on with NFL players, but they NFL players need to pay attention and like back up. Right now, the NFL is the number one sports league in the country. That could change overnight. There's a lot of stuff I'm not going to touch on that the that the players are not paying attention to. And at some point, somebody needs to go to the players and be like, "Look, man, y'all need to calm it down because this gravy train that you've been t- getting that you've been been privy to could drive real quick if you start." To alienate your fan base. And I got news for a lot of these NFL players. Yes, there are people who root for you, but then the people who pay to root for you, they they don't really care. You know what I'm saying? And they definitely don't want to hear you complain. Like, Russell, you're in the playoffs every year. Why would you leave Seattle? Like, you and Pete Carroll are, that, that may be your fit. You want to go play for the Bears, who may not have a coach next year. You want to play for the Raiders, who are just the Raiders. And the Saints, who got two quarterbacks, not just one, but they got two that aren't too shabby. You know what I mean? If I don't understand why he didn't put New England on there. I don't understand why he didn't put 
Um, the Jets on it. You should have put the Jets. Jets is trash. <laughs> At least you got that New York spotlight. Here's a kicker. He should have put Washington because he is from Richmond. Could you imagine Russell playing for the Washington football team right near his hometown? You're a hero. You're anointed. You come in. You make a couple playoff appearances. You eat for life. Oh, well. I'm done. I'm done with this. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. It's been fun. Uh, tune in. Um, if you're watching on Facebook Live, tune in to uh, tomorrow, 8 o'clock at DynastyRadio.com. DynastyRadioNY.com. Um, get, a, get the full show in its entirety. Uh, uh, skits and all. And um, if you're listening on the podcast, thank you. Leave a comment on wherever respectable platform you're listening on. Follow us at uh, Downray Sports at TikTok, Downray Sports at Instagram, Brent Reed at uh, Brent Reed eighteen at uh, Twitter, and uh, join the Facebook group, uh, the Downray Sports Facebook group. Become a fan of the that way. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, uh, send me a message uh, at uh, Downray Sports at Instagram. Send me a message at Downray Enterprises at Gmail you can you can be on the show if you want to come on and you want to give your two cents and you want to critique or you want to criticize. Don't come on here and say you want to debate me. I'm not looking forward to that. I'm not. In, I don't feel like. I'm not. Steve, I'm not. I'm more Stephen A. Smith. I really don't care what your opinion is, but you can come on and voice it. Okay. Uh, thank you all. Next week, next Thursday, there will be no. Sh- uh, there will be a uh, rerun. Just giving you a heads up. But it'll be a very special rerun because I'm going to play one of my original shows from 2009 when I first tried to do this. When DJ Chase and me did it together. I'm going to try to, I'm editing it now and seeing if I can, I got to cut out a lot of old um, advertisements that no longer are relevant anymore. But thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Um, and uh, as always, be safe. Hey, go get your shot. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Oh, wait, get your shot, wash your hands, wash your mask. Get your shot, wash your hands, wear your mask. They should probably teach at a school right now. And uh, just be nice to everybody. That's the other thing. Let's just be nice to people, man. Enough's enough. Like, you want to criticize a sport, it's a sport. I didn't take a shot at anybody. I didn't call them ignorant or stupid. Maybe next week. But they're people. Everybody's people. This is love. Look, love everybody, all right? Think about it like this. Treat everybody the way you want to be treated. If you want to be treated like dirt, well, then... Go stay. Go go live in a dirt field. I'm out. Deuces. Huh. This shit is highly sophisticated. I just make it look easy, nigga. Follow me. I'm so sophisticated To get a verse from me, you gotta be initiated To get a person me, she gotta be sophisticated Purchase a whip for me and never miss a single payment I'm from the city where the Muslims, even Christians hate it Even the black folk hate to see another nigga made it Tell all them pussies to chill, champagne refrigerated Just bought a chopper cause the last one got it confiscated Count a hundred mil so many times I contemplated You wanna be the hottest, but that shit get complicated I put your card, I know your pussy by your conversation. Show you the safe, you had to kill me for that combination. Woo! 
Made another two million just off the compilation. I just hit a lick, I'm telling you this shit amazing. Got a white bitch from fucking me just like she Jamaican. Sipping purple in that motherfucker concentrated. This for my niggas in them prisons overpopulated. This the mob, so you gotta get initiated. If you a mob, then you gotta make an issue payment. We going hard, running back just like it's Walter Payton. The game sweet, gave all my niggas in occupation. We so sophisticated. Shit so sophisticated. Hundred million years, bitch, we made it. I'm so sophisticated. Smoking weed, busting open all the liquor later. I bust her open and I tell her I'm a liquor later. Pull out the stick and spray that bitch just like it's activator. Time to lay down these niggas who still be masquerading. We know you pussy, so you got my niggas masturbating. Round of applause, cause them choppers be so captivating. So sophisticated, cause them hits be calculated. Put your dick in the dirt, now you decapitated. I'm getting money, so you never hear me talking petty. Tatted on my stomach, rich forever, Machiavelli. 50 million, 100 million, it's accumulating. I'm the hottest and these other niggas coolin', ain't it? I got a bitch I'm fuckin' that you see on BET My lil' Haiti shooters, I had your ass on TMZ Breaking news and we still get him for Tennessee. And if he fakin', fuck him, tell them niggas say la vie This the mob, so you gotta get initiated If you a mob, then you gotta make an issue payment We goin' hard, running back just like it's Walter Payton The game sweet, gave all my niggas in occupation Double MJ we so sophisticated. When you hear huh. that sound in the back right Shit there? Shit so sophisticated. Cause I always got a hundred on nigga. Millionaires, bitch, you made yeah. it. Yeah. Shitting on these haters, ball hard deep waiters. Ain't since I got money, everybody need favors. That's why I ain't got no homies, and I ain't got no neighbors. But I be on my grind like I ain't got no paper. But I'm so rich and I got your bitch all on my whip and she all on my dick with a hand on my stick, tryna let my crib cause I handle my shit like a candle got lit cause I burn shit down. Yeah, I'm in my bag, and these niggas so mad it's my turn now. And I get that cash, and my bitch so bad she's all sophisticated. I'm ballin' hard, fuckin' bitches and ain't got shit for. Haters. I aim my arm out the window like watch me get the paper My name so frosty, you fraud in your shit refrigerator Boy, you an imitator, you ain't got no M's in your account I never ask my mouth, treat that bad bitch like a bad check Cause I cash that and I bounce I ain't never had shit, but I grab shit and I cash that on that ounce And I flip that to a bird and bounce back like words We so sophisticated this the mob, so you gotta get initiated If you a mob, then you gotta make an issue payment We going hard, running back just like it's Walter Payton The game sweet, gave all my niggas in occupation huh. We so sophisticated huh. Shit so sophisticated Running millionaires, bitch, we made it huh. Maybach music, Maybach music.